Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK that's 392-8255. Or hit the guide up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. We are here. We are like together sphere. again. Yeah, it's great to see uh, Jeff Cardozo, and apparently both of us had haircuts over the weekend. Yours looks really good. This program is paid for by Talking Reds LLC. I I though, I'm worried that you say that, but I though feel really bad on mine because for the past twenty five years. You didn't go to Randy. Yeah, I cheated on Randy. Oh. So Randy, hopefully you're not listening, but it was it was so bad and there's literally nothing to do in Missouri and you have all day to kill time. Let me tell you what. I just start walking around and I saw a haircut place. So I was like, let me go in. There, there has never been I how long have I been uh sports writer? Fifty years. Yeah. There has never been one time on the road, and I've been on the road more than you have. Yes. I know you think you've been on the road more than me. I've been on the road more than you. There has never been one time when I went, maybe I'll go get a haircut. And you know, The other thing you do, you go to movies. I would never think to go to a movie really? on the road. Well, you got to no. kill time somehow. I'll, I'll, I find better ways. Like you know? what? Uh, yeah, like I was just walking around and I just happened to pass this plaza that said something haircut. So I was like, <laughs> let me go in. I, it so almost, the guy put the bowl over your head? And they got, no, it almost got bad enough. Was It's funny because the lady I'm talking it, to that's doing my hair, there is a she's definite, never left Missouri in her life. There is a definite right hook in your, the left side. Yeah. <laughs> so it might be a hat for a week and then go get Randy to fix it back <laughs> up. So Randy, I'm sorry. But if you need oh a haircut, I encourage you to go to Randy's Haircut for Men. Yes. So that, you, was like science, you, you, that was like a science... That was like a science... It's like it's like the Seinfeld episode where he he cheats on Enzo. Yeah, you're that's what you're gonna be. You're gonna go in there and you're gonna go. Ah, I can't cut your hair. Yeah. So I mean, maybe this was a good science experiment to say Randy is so good you can't go to anybody else. <laughs> that's what it was. 
I just can't. This is the worst haircut you ever had in your life. I know. I've known you for how many years? A lot. 25? Yeah. yeah. That's the worst haircut you ever had. And I used to get them for free looks, with Josh Canales in the locker room. It looks like somebody went, literally went like, let me chop this off. And let me chop this off. She started Amenzo. using some scissors <laughs> that were really weird. I don't know if I went to like a stylist place and not a barber. Yeah, you went to somebody that didn't know what they were doing because they live in Missouri. Well, and I did ask, like, do you have a license? I, I asked her. <laughs> she goes, yeah, it says right here I only have a... Uh, I'm only restricted uh, to driving. <laughs> yeah. So don't get haircuts in Missouri, folks. No. No. There's On a lot of trips. things you don't want to do in Missouri. Not a There was a Lululemon, though, so they are somewhat sophisticated okay. in Missouri. They're so sophisticated, they hacked your hair. <laughs> I, I, I just, the more I look at it, the more upset I get. Well, luckily, you only have to look at me for an hour today. Oh, God. Okay. I. That makes my day because you were out enjoying baseball and I was just sitting at home. I played a lot of golf this week. Oh, that's by good. The way. A lot of golf. I mean, I just I wanted to play as many holes as I could, just hit, keep hitting the ball, and it's getting better. I'm I'm close. I'm getting, and uh, actually, Eric asked me t- the other day. He said, "What do you want to get? What what's your goal?" I said. I just want to go out there thinking I might break 80. Yeah. Now, there was a time when I went out there and going, I'm going to break Could easily 80. do that. Yeah. yeah. Now, I want to go out there going, I might. If I do, if everything goes good and I play good, and I haven't been there for a long time, I think I'm close to there. Good. Okay. I'm getting there. So, we're ready to play in the Thursday night league when baseball season's over. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, I talked about uh, that to, um, I can't remember who, but. I have to make it happen. You do have to at least give me props. Like you're mad at me about the haircut right next door to the haircut place. I'm not mad at you. I I just, just think you're you're an idiot. Dumb for doing it. <laughs> well, right next door to the haircut place was a uh, a mani pedi place. <laughs> I could have walked in there and gotten a little mani pedi, but I didn't. It wouldn't have been worse than the haircut. That's true. I mean, you would at least had. I have had a what do you call it? A pedicure when you get your feet. Yes. Okay. So when at right the couple days after my dad passed away my oldest daughter was in town so i went with my oldest daughter youngest daughter and my wife and got a pedicure so i one i've ever had it was fine it was great did they have to pull out the thing 60 bucks no there was nothing like on uh dumb and dumber where they're pulling out (laughs) the little saw to cut the nails they did was just like trim my nails yeah and rub my feet that's good it was it was good though. I wouldn't do it again, although I kind of need it. But um, make it feel good. All right. So well, what if you had gone there? Then I guess I would have gotten. If that. you had gone a haircut, Manny Petty, there'd have been a ruling on you. I can take that. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. So I held out for uh, for half of it. Well, Jason's here. He's taking calls today. Three nine two eight two five five. Man, if you want to uh, call us up. Are you now? Are you happy? I like. I I have said this for the last three weekends. You have to win one. Mm-hmm. You want to win two. Yeah. What have they done? They've won two, three, three and two. Two. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's good. Team. No, they're playing now, much. They're better. not playing the best teams. No, but I think we knew that that was going to be the team. case. Yeah. It's not like they're playing crap. Missouri's better than what you think. Missouri beat Arkansas. Yeah. Missouri's very good at home. 
they they hadn't won a road game all year in the SEC. That's, that Sunday game was but, huge. Yeah, that was Florida, very big. And and don't you think, especially that, for the guys that did it? Yeah, like I can't. Well, <laughs> say it, say it. Josh Rivera is not my favorite player. No, you know why? Because because of his body language and and he doesn't get big hits. Yes, but never he, gets big but hits. He did but finally this weekend he did. He had five ribbies this weekend. He, what, li- and I'll say this: Colby Holter's not my favorite player. Yeah, and because he, he doesn't get big hits. and he got some hits. Yeah. So Rivera in the first twenty-four SEC games, like twenty-four. That's a 24. lot of games, right? It's a lot of games. That's almost a season. Guess how many RBI he had in twenty-four SEC games coming into this Six. weekend? You're being generous. Three. Three. You're in the lineup every day. And and two of them are because he knocked in himself (laughs) with homers. And his other one was a ground ball to third base that scored a run. So those were the three RBI that he had. It's not like you're getting sat down. Right. He's playing playing every day, every inning. Defensively, he's been good. Where he was suck last year. Yeah, he's made a couple of mistakes, but everybody makes an error. I mean, Freaking Felix Mion made an error every once in a while. I mean, uh, it's an old guy, by the Gil way. Gil Garrido made an error every once in a Glenn while. Glenn Hubbard, Rafael Ramirez. Glenn Hubbard. But I'm just saying, he, uh, yeah, that was surprising. So that was every good. time he gets up, I go, oh, just don't hit into a double play. And then, and then I, it might be my fault. It is that Cali Lau is not playing because oh. because we were we were doing you have changed the shape of. Gator baseball. We were doing saying? an interview with Sully. I was in Starkville, and Cali Loud. Right, I did it. Cali Loud doubled down the right field line in the ninth inning of one of the games in Starkville. Huge. So that was a huge game. And I huge said, hit. I said during the interview, I was like, uh, Sully, I'm not sure if you know this or not, but Cali Loud was one for his last thirty before he hit that double, and you could see <laughs> Sully's face like, what? Oh, and then he hasn't he hasn't been in the lineup. Callie Lyle's like sitting there going, "Hey, yeah, hey, great! Oh, boo! The bus just ran over me." But now they they put Armstrong in there, and Armstrong had three hits Sunday. He did. He did. uh, And I just I'm not a big Armstrong Armstrong fan either. Yeah. But Armstrong, look. The bottom line is, they are where they are. They're, I think they clinched. They, I know they clinched being in the SEC tournament. Yes, and, and I, they're I, in a regional too. And I pretty yeah, I pretty much convince they're in a regional. They can still host. They've got to they've got to play. No, 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 they have got to play really well this weekend. They they could sweep and get they, to the finals of the SEC tournament maybe and do that. Okay, well then that that's there. It's out there. It's a goal. Because the bottom line is, um, they're like. I looked at a 16. They're 16 in RPI. Oh, don't forget this. They're 16 in RPI. They play 17 in RPI Tuesday night. And you'll be there on the call. Florida State. Hey, now, Tile from Ocala. <laughs> Never heard of that thing. <laughs> Calling me on my phone if you're watching on Facebook Live. But anyway, I'm just saying, if you beat FSU and then you go and you can sweep South Carolina yeah. and, you, and you you don't have to get, win, win a couple of games in the SEC tournament. You could you have a chance. I mean, Florida's got a brand, a little bit of a brand. And a great stadium. In a great stadium, and I'm sure and they put bid. a big bid in. Yeah. So I'm just saying they could still host, but I, whether they do or not, they're better. They're almost a better have a better record on the road than 
at home anyway. Yeah, so. they've they've won five of six on the road against you know, two of the worst teams in the in the league. But hey, but you still got to win. Bad team. No, they're good teams. Yeah, that's my point. If you win five out of six in the SEC, I don't care who you're playing. Yeah. That that's still very uh, attractive. I mean, Missouri beat Arkansas this year. I know. So I'm just saying they, they can play. They seem to be kind of getting. It together, but at the same time, as you know, Jeff, when the big boys come in, you've got to still be able to do it. And yeah, they, they, they they still struggle against a guy the, that the, has the great, a really good arm that day. Good pitching. Yes. So that's going to be the key. I, I think they're going to get good. Like, Sproats figured it out. It's been yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. Neely hasn't looked good the last two weeks, at least from but he, the, he, but he, he battles. He's like a three, almost like he's a three-inning pitcher. Like after the third yeah. or fourth inning, you're like, yeah, nothing. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I just, I just think he hasn't had the command. And then all of a sudden, Nick Pogue comes out of nowhere and was lights out yesterday. But that kind of goes up and down too. You never know what he's going to do. But he's coming back from Tommy John, and I think he's finally healthy and he's figured it out and he looked really good. And again, they've done pretty good considering that you've lost the one guy you thought was going to be your stud. Yeah. Uh, so I, I give Sully a lot of credit uh, for what he's been able to do this year with his team, because when you look at the at the uh, the pitching, I mean, you just don't know. Like Purnell was your closer, and now now you barely want to throw him out there. You know, it it, it has been a uh, but, certainly a, an interesting. Yeah, but that's good because I think he's figured out who can and who can't, yeah, yeah. and that's why they're winning games now because he's. Trusting different guys, and they're actually getting the job done when other guys didn't earlier in the year. But again, are you going to just basically say, "Okay, I figured it out"? And go. You, there's still a lot of things to figure out going forward. I mean, th- th- this is what's f- amazing. We're we're like right near the end of softball season, right? Yeah. Which is kind of they're in uh, almost uh, connected at the hip with baseball for fans. I'm not saying for coaches. We're almost at the end of uh, softball season. Florida still has a weekend series. They have still like to play FSU, then a weekend series, then the SEC tournament before we even get to the NCAA tournament, which I, I they're going to be in, but we don't know where they're going to be. So it's it's such a long way to go for this team. And can you and again look? You look at Derek Fabian, who clearly hit the wall. Can he get back? Can he come yeah, back and can do, a couple weeks rest? Do some good get things. Get him ready. Yeah. We shall see. All right, lots to talk about. We'll take a break. We'll open up those phone lines for you. Again, 392-8255 if you want to join us here on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jesse Castro. The Florida women's soccer team announced today they've hired Samantha Mahone as the new coach. Mahone coached at Embry-Riddle for 15 seasons, helping helping the program transition from NAIA to NCAA Division II. Former Gators wide receiver Josh Hammond was released Monday by the Jacksonville Jaguars after spending two seasons with the team. Hammond never garnered playing time and was a practice squad player over his tenure. Gators baseball hosts FSU on Tuesday to make up for a rainout earlier this year. The Rays host the Detroit Tigers tonight with Corey Kluber on the mound in the first of a three-game series. And that's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jesse Castro. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
Hey, Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, mealypops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Our cheese has been around hundreds of years too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. From pylon to pylon, we are your home for all things football. Listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we welcome you back. Phone lines are open, so let's uh, get to them. I uh, I got to skedaddle after an hour as yeah. uh, duels will take you the rest well, of the way. I, I know this is going to be unusual for you guys not to be doing to do a whole to show. show without Jeff. Here. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> got the uh, high school banquet tonight. Look, I know, and it's a big deal. So is your son going to get, like, uh, stud of the year? I have no idea. He may I don't get, even know what they do for awards. He may get... Hopefully, I, I'm not a big award Best guy. Best out kicking his dad's coverage. I'm not a big award guy anyway. <laughs> yeah, that would probably be true. 
I did what, watch. Now what's the what's the best award you ever got in your life? Class clown, high school. That's it. No, I've gotten a lot. No, give me the best award you ever got. The one that I took the most appreciation for. Yes, you really. When somebody gave it to you, you loved it. Probably the Steve Georgiatis Award at UF. Oh, that's a good one. It was uh, overcoming injury and oh. pitching through issues. That was a terrible situation with Georgiatis losing yeah. his life uh, just for an arm injury. Yeah. But I was proud of – I actually I won an award here at the Journalism College in school. Back, that was – you know, so that was the late 90s when steroids were a big deal. Yeah. I did a, uh, a three-part series for a radio class. How to get people out without being on steroids? No, it was about steroids and youth sports, and I went actually to like, some of like Westside Park and Little yeah. League places and yeah. interviewed coaches and put a whole bunch of stuff together, and I had some, some stuff that I pulled sound from McGuire and Sosa and all that, and it, it won some... Some award for the college. Wow. So that was kind of cool. All right. My best award was the Shelby Struther Award for columnist of the year. There you go. And Shelby Struther, if you don't know, was a one of the best writers I ever dealt with. He was at uh, Florida Today uh, and a couple other places. But he was a great writer. And uh, when I won that award, it meant a lot to me. I bet. But not as good as the... Uh, what was it called, your award? Steve Georgiatis. Steve, Steve Georgiatis was a story that came up when I first got here, and I'm like, how do I handle You know, I'm a sports editor, and I'm like, I don't even know how to handle this thing. This is the worst. Who cares about how we handle it? Here's what care, what matters. This kid died. Mm-hmm. And it was just a terrible, terrible. Te- that, that. I, I will say this. That has stayed with me for a long time. Yeah. George Addison. imagine. A. Ross O'Tan. Yep. That was, that was the worst. And a couple tough ones. All right, let's get some, uh, some fun happening as Steven's going to kick it off. Steven, what's up? Welcome. Afternoon, gentlemen. Um, listen to uh, Saturday and Sunday show, uh, Jeff, and I enjoy listening to you guys. And I usually turn on the, the TV and, and mute it. And I know it's, behind but at least i get to see the plays like the home runs uh and ty uh, evans dropping that ball that i think oh. he is i think the stupid uh, uh guy in missouri called a hit yeah i crushed that guy on the air for several innings he pissed me off did the, you think it was, was such a bad you think sp- it was fair it's an error yeah it was fair he, yeah. he caught it it was, it was, it, it was he touched it in was fair territory on. yeah um but it was an error my, yeah my question is um what is Sully going to do with Judd? I mean, he's an instant out. I know he's a good center fielder and his potential is unlimited. But, I mean, shouldn't he move him to ninth or something, let him start the top of the order? I mean, right now well, he's, he's just – let me tell you what. I've got a lot of thoughts about that. Okay. And I, I know you're going to disagree with all of them. I feel like you should tell Judd Fabian, Judd, if you don't hit it to, to opposite field once a game – you're coming out of the lineup. I am tired of, of watching you try to swing. I mean, what's it, how, the strikeouts I'm, are? He, I'm I'm with he's you. He's gotten back in the strikeouts. Yeah, I, and I'm yeah. I'm with you on that. I think it's 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 frustrating, especially where where our view was, Stephen. We were we're almost looking down the first baseline, and you could just see the hole completely open right yeah. there. 
And especially when there's a guy on first, like Thompson got on a bunch of times, so they have to hold Thompson on base. And now you've got a guy holding the runner on, and then nobody left on that side of the infield. And you just wish Judd would just hit a ground ball to second base. He's a good enough hitter to be able to do that. You can't take him out of the lineup. I, I I think, but you obviously you can try to move him. I don't him. think it'd be good for the team to no. take him out of the lineup. You, you need him in but there. But you might want to move him down to like eight or nine. I don't know uh, that far. Maybe six or seven. But but again, who else are you going to put in there? Think about him batting seventh, though. But who are you going to put in there? No, but just think about him batting seventh. And it, you would go, all right, I've gotten through the hard part of the lineup. Now i got to face Judd Fabian, who's mm-hmm. leading the SEC in home yeah, And hopefully he could find it. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think that the, the but see again if you move Ryapelt in the three hole, then then what? You're, you're I'm I'm not putting Josh Rivera four. <laughs> I'm not putting Caglione four because no. I mean those guys are too much out. So you're just saying this team's not that good. I just don't think that there's somebody else that could could be in that spot, and I think that's I, where I the frustration I lies. I understand that, Jeff, but I don't know if it matters who you put in there. Uh, all they can do is the same as him. Sure, no, I agree yeah. with that. He's he's right now he's an instant out and I know I think it was the wasn't it the last time he got up he hit a pretty good ball but the rest of the time it was just nothing you know I, and I think in my opinion um, he's hurt himself as far as the the MLB goes he has these he's, these last th- probably three yeah, weeks but, for sure but he yeah. had a worse year last year right mm, the strikeouts yeah but know. I think you're also seeing when you look at his he's got 19 homers. But only six of them are in the SEC. A lot of people have to look at him and go, "Look, this guy is either uh, totally hit or totally missed." Yep. And and is that really what we want? And that's going to be a problem for him. I like yep. the guy, and I hope he does well. And uh, you know, I hope his uh, he can he can kind of. But I just think he's mentally. That's the problem. And and that, yes, Stephen, he went through some it. mental stuff last year a lot in trying to deal with it and. And it was hard because we could see into that first base dugout, and when he struck out for the fourth time on Sunday, oh. you just saw him walk to the end of the dugout and, and then disappear. There's a little room behind the dugout there in Missouri, and I just you felt so bad for him. It, but it's, it's tough. I mean, this is a guy but, that but, obviously came back and turned down $2.5 million to do so. Jeff, so you, you just know you the hope game. you can do it. You know the game better than anybody I know. Yeah. Okay? Why can't you adjust, make that adjustment? He can't, so, he just won't. Well, why won't you? I don't know. Okay. That I can't now tell you. I, I'm, not, I'm not in his head because I very much easily agree with you to say, Judge, just hit a ground ball to second base. And I've yeah. said it on the broadcast on several different occasions. Yeah. So, Stephen, yeah, it's it's tough, man. And But if they can get him back. Great guy. I hope he does. I, I hope he figures it out. Yeah. But, if they know. can get him back, I mean, they'll be so much better for it. I think. But But then – is it sustainable to, to do what Langford and, and Thompson are doing? Because those guys never get out. So what happens if they start to, to come back to reality? Then you're going to need some other people, or this season's going to be over pretty quick. I, but it's also why Florida could be a very scary team in a regional. Yeah. Because if if, if Fabian has a good ga- good series, and then you add in what Langford and Thompson and, all, you know, I, obviously Caglione is – Rob is it Caglione? Caglione. Caglione is doing, and what maybe I don't know if Ty Evans. I think almost felt like a bur- yeah, little blip. Felt like a burst. Yeah, like he burst, it. and that was it. You know. But Any, still, anything else, Stephen? Well, I just want to ask Jeff, and I'll be I'll be gone real quick. Jeff, do you think it's 
it's all mental or is there a physical reason why he can't catch up to those fastballs? And I'll listen off the air. Thanks. Okay. You. Thanks, Stephen. No, I, I honestly, I think it's mental. I mean, the, the guy I don't think it's fastballs is, are the problem. Uber talented athlete. And he just, I, I mean, I, I think he's so in his head that he's, he's looking curveball and getting fastballs and then vice versa. So yeah. he, although he then, I will say this, I think watching, I watched, a lot of the games this weekend, and and you watch these guys and you go, they're clearly looking fastball, which is what college baseball you basically hit off the fastball. And but you know at some point you got to go, hey, they might throw you a curve here. This think about it, think about what they might throw you here. And if they throw you a fastball, okay, but if they throw you a curveball, you might hit it a long way. And I've seen guys do that. There's been times when they've yeah, you done guess, that. And, and, but I, I think... But it's okay to guess. I would rather them yes. guess and Ca- always... Caglione needs to guess because if yes. he connects, he's going to hit it far. Yes. Because he, he can't hit other stuff. Don't he's got to be looking don't for Don't always be looking for the fastball. But my... Like, I sit there and I'm I'm just a measly little broadcaster, but I obviously pay attention to the game. You, you Who said, had no fastball? 92. <laughs> oh, what... Dream World was that? In? I was in the Cape Cod League. Was that in the bunch of Dave and Buster's? Saw it. It was the, when the guy from Seattle after the game said, "Hey, I want to talk to your skinny ass." Um, How'd that work out for you? I got hurt. <laughs> you never know. Um, what but, if you but had gone s- to Seattle and been a great pitcher? That would have been cool. I wouldn't even know. I would have been with A. Rod and Randy Johnson. Oh man, I, I, I'm happy you, your arm sucked. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I, like I sit there on a, on Friday night and I see. Okay, every 2-0 pitch that Missouri's throwing, it's an off-speed pitch. They weren't giving in. Yeah. So then all day Saturday, the same thing happened. So by Sunday, guess what? If you're in a 2-0 count, what pitch are you getting? A curveball. Yeah. So look for a freaking curveball. Like if I can see that from way up in the booth, actually outside the booth because we were outside. Then you were. Yeah, we didn't even have a booth. That's not good. So, yeah, Sunday's rain didn't necessarily There should help. be a... R- rule in the SEC that if you're going to have a baseball stadium, you got to have an indoor facility for the media. At least something nice. All right, let's get uh, John to join us next. Hey, John, what's up, buddy? Yeah, good afternoon, guys. Great weekend. You know, I, I was kind of, you know, open for uh, softball, but even if they'd won the tournament, I don't think they would have snuck into that where, where they were seated now, 14th. Yeah. That would have been, been a tall order. But the team that kind of shot themselves in the foot was Tennessee. They were, you know, one and done. If they could have won it, they were two, three spots away from that eight seed. And now that they're in their regional, they have to go possibly to Alabama. So they just, you know, imploded when they were here. I, I was kind of disappointed in them. I was kind of hoping doing a, you know, maybe beating Arkansas. I wanted a rematch with Tennessee, but that about there and there didn't even happen. So it's irrelevant. But, uh, you, you talk about a baseball team, two out of three is not bad. When you're going out to Missouri, you say that's a stinky place. But uh, I think fading eventually. I think with, you know, SEC tournament and some and getting in a regional, I think he's going to start getting hot again. So I, I don't I don't worry too much about him. And if he does does still struggle, then, then like you say, maybe we're going to be out pretty quick. Yeah, so. even better. Like It's almost like it's good that he's struggling right now and, and Florida's still winning. Still winning, yep. So uh, he he, there's no way well, they he can s- stay in this all alone. Five strikeout performance to win one game. Yeah. So I mean, but to me, yeah, he could look. All he's got to do is hit one homer a game. 
I mean, we're not asking that much, so we'll see what happens there. But uh, I, I just feel like he's dropped Passing. back into the uh, struggles that he had last year where he was just swinging at every curveball and swinging over the top of him. It, it's, it was frustrating to watch this weekend, but he's still a great player. There's no doubt about it. And uh, I would, I, that's what I would do, though. I would drop down the lineup. Do you think it would – Affect his Maybe confidence. five. I wouldn't go way back to seven. I mean, I mean, he still. Do you think it'd bother his confidence, Jeff? No, he'd be all right. But go back to he seven. To you mean like six, five? Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, still in the lineup. So, I mean, like Jeff says, there's nowhere else to put in there. Right, you're right. Um, I got one other thing for you guys. Uh, did you happen to see uh, some of the video of the Arkansas game Friday night with the incident with the raccoon? Yes, I did. It's pretty cool. It was. I mean, I don't know guy, if it was cool I, or not. That guy's no, no, got to right. get three tetanus shots. Yeah, three more. Yeah, or no, rabies shots. Rabies. Rabies shots. Yeah, he. Uh, and you know, know that if they, a raccoon's out like that in the middle of the day, it's got some damn rabies. Well, not only that, but the, got, that raccoon was so fat. That raccoon had been fed by human beings for his whole life, <laughs> and so well, when, you when know, if he, he, if he knows uh, the stadium, you know, hot dogs and yeah. Whatever, yeah. and maybe drinking some, getting some adult beverages on the way. You know, that that you know? raccoon was Pat Dooley fat. That's how bad it was. <laughs> I mean, he was he was a hefty thing. It yeah, was interesting, pounds. but again, I, I got to question the sobriety of somebody who picks a raccoon up by the back of the neck and then walks around and slugs his mom in the face right. Right. as he's doing it. I mean, he didn't get bit. It felt like he got bit. I don't know. I no, he, saw he, the video. He on, only got right? bit. He night? got bit outside. He didn't get right. bit. He, it looked like it bit him, but it didn't quite bite him. And then they, it bit him outside when he let it go, which I don't blame him. He's like, hey, scruff of my neck, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but then he says, well, he's on rally cap talking to the guys on there. Uh, oh, it's the best day of his life, yeah. Yeah, he says best day of life because he would do in a heartbeat again. It's like, well, you want to go through the shots. I mean, you know, I'm not going to be that. What? I don't care how, you know, you want to do a rally for the for the team. You know, I mean, just John, what would you do if you're if you're sitting in a ballpark, any ballpark in America, and all of a sudden you see a raccoon at your feet? And what would you do? I, I, oh I, yeah, you got it. I'm, I mean, I am so far out of there. Air, man, to get out of there. I'm making girl noises at that point. You're, you're right. You're right. And uh, you know, just you know, kudos to the Arkansas girls team. I think that that coach, you know, she showed a lot of class. She even just she's great. Men, mentioned Tim afterwards, and they just you know had you know a, a good moment afterwards. Even if they beat him, I, I you know I hope that they can go on. I don't know a team going to get beat Oklahoma. They no. did lose to Oklahoma State, but. Uh, I like I you know I like their uh, their brackets. They could either you know get tossed by G- or Georgia Tech or or uh, Wisconsin coming in. Uh, Canisius is that I heard he's got really good pitching, and if they get into the next round, have to go to Virginia Tech. I I know there are three seed. Nobody's really heard of them all year, but they they took two out of three at at Tallahassee, and they one of the games I heard today that they smoked. Florida State, like something like twenty to eight or something like that, one game. Well, so look, let me tell you what: this team is not designed to go to Omaha or Omaha Oklahoma City. Right. right, right. I mean, but if they do, it's possible. It's not like out of the realm of possibility. So, 
We'll see what they can do, but uh, yeah. it'll, it'll I was be like interesting. The way Hannah Adams came back, and she played some some stellar defense and had some clutch hits against Kentucky. I was happy, happy to, you know, put a little stump on them. But anyway, guys, uh, appreciate taking my call. Yeah, no, John. You guys later. Thanks so much. All right, we got to snag a break. We'll do that. We'll keep the phone calls rolling in. Jeff, swing it. You'll be up next on the tailgate. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073. The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get for the piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. 
three-time All-NBA defensive team, Patrick Beverly. With CP3, would you deem him as a top five point guard to ever play the game of basketball? Top ten, that's pushing it. Top five, no. And there's no discredit to CP. He's going to be a Hall of Fame, of course, but, I mean, we talking about some studs, man. If you give anyone the keys for that long, you should have those numbers. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And we're allowed to start shower or thunderstorm into the evening, especially east toward Clacton, the St. John's River. Aside from that, partly cloudy skies this evening will take us into the overnight. Low temperatures pretty mild will drop into the upper 60s. Tomorrow, a mixture of sun and clouds is going to be a hot one with high temperatures rising into the lower 90s. Afternoon and evening thunderstorms are expected, especially inland along the I-75 corridor. In the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. We are your home for Florida Gators softball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back to the tailgate on a beautiful, beautiful Monday morning. I mean, we had a little storm. It's funny because when I was doing the podcast, it was storming like crazy. During the podcast, I got out perfect. I think I think God is looking out for me. Good. Well, and Radiant Credit Union is looking out for you with their uh, Nickelback program. Yesterday, they paid more than 17,000 nickels to its wow. members. And you look at the uh, the whole amount so far, 46,293,187 nickels have what been uh, paid back nickels? to its members. Do you know the answer to that? Divided by 0.05. I'm just saying you, you should a lot. have that right it's there. It's a lot of transactions. You should have that right there. I was a journalism major. Didn't have to take math. So that was good. No, 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 no. You had to at least... Take one. Fundamentals for math. That was it. And this is a top five school in America? (laughs) There's calculators for a reason. And Excel spreadsheets (laughs) that do that crap for you. All right. So, uh, yeah, if you're not a uh, a member of Rating Credit Union, encourage you to become one. And anybody that lives or works in uh, Alachua, Bradford, Citrus, Clay, Columbia, Dixie, Gilchrist, Hamilton, Lafayette, Levy, Marion, Putnam, St. John, Swanee, or Union St. Counties can uh, become that's a my, member. That's my county. The Radiant Credit Union. So that's encourage where I'm you going to do it today. Weekend. Nice. Maybe I'll I'll go by Radiant when I'm over there. Check it out. All right, yeah. back to the phones to get Jeff to join us. Jeff, what's up? Jeffrey, gentlemen. Hey, uh, hey. Uh, despite the uh, despite the Gator baseball shortcomings that we've chronicled. Uh, which is, you know, youth on the pitching staff and that injury to Barco and the low on-base percentage. As Pat mentioned earlier, the Gators are still 16 in RPI. And not only that, they're, the goal standard for metrics in baseball is is the ELO or ELO ranking. They're 14th. Mm-hmm. And then they're ninth in strength of schedule. Uh, I mean, that, I mean the, the ELO is like the equivalent of Ken Palm in basketball. And so, yeah, let me ask you uh, this, Jeff. If Florida is 16 hey, in RPI and FSU 17, is this a win and get a regional? 
No. Host game? I think you so. Don't, you don't, you're and, not, and oh. The reason I say that, I mean. I think if, it is. If, it, if the Gators beat Florida State and win two out of three from South Carolina, they're going to host. And nobody thinks that for whatever two, reason. Two against Miami, two against Arkansas. But, yeah, Jeff, I think if you look at the resume, yeah. and, and if, if Florida obviously sweeps and then they win two games in the SEC tournament, it will be identical to what they did last year. Yeah. And they hosted last year, of course. And it didn't go well. It didn't go well. Huh. But still, um, I, the, the good part is Florida's strength of schedule is always going to be very difficult because they play USF and, and UCF, and, and North Florida's even decent. And Stetson, you, you play teams like that when other places like Louisiana and Arkansas are playing these crappy midweek teams. You're Boston always going to have a better strength yeah. of schedule. So, that I mean, that always helps the Gators when it's all said and done. And – I mean, gosh, I mean, think about no if they would have finished off the, the the game against Georgia where Fabian hits the two-run homer in the ninth. Think about you, know, you don't blow the lead against yeah, Vandy a couple of times. You, you don't blow the game against Bama. off that crap. No, I, it's, it's, no exactly. you lose games and you win games late. And that's that happens. No, now. the Gators don't win well, games late. They're 0 18 when trailing after the fifth inning. Okay, well, they don't win games late, but they lose games late. Yeah. Right, so if they would have won a couple of those, then it's a different yeah, deal. Maybe that's what a they are. Was just a bad of that. A lot of that was just bad luck, Pat. I mean, oh. we didn't get any atom balls late in those games. We didn't, and it. it uh, I mean, you know, balls hopped weirdly, and, uh, and the Gators just lost a bunch of close games. They led the ninth inning. I mean, it, it's just one of those things, and and so Quit losing I mean, them. this team's not that bad. I mean, it, it, certainly it's got its shortcomings, but um, no. And, and, and think about I'm this, Jeff. I mean, it will advance very far. I mean, but look at. I mean, you get judged a lot by the the guys you have on the team that are going to then get drafted to to the next level. I mean, Thompson's turned into probably a first round pick now. Yeah, Judd's probably dropped out of the first round, but Ryapel's going to yeah. get drafted pretty high. Sproat's going to be a first rounder potentially, if not a second rounder, because of what he can do. And I mean, I just I think you have, and then I mean, Langford eventually next year is going to be something pretty special. It's so. not like it's a team without talent. No, they they've yeah. got guys there, and they've also got young guys that have started to figure it out and. And then that's what you were hoping for. If if the Gators would have played Kentucky, South Carolina, Missouri, and Mississippi State in weeks four, five, six, and seven, they'd have a much better record right now. Then you might have to play Tennessee and Georgia at the at the very end. But guess what? They've now figured out some of these roles from their pitchers, and they right. they wouldn't have blown games like they did earlier when you were still trying to figure that stuff out. But I I will tell you if they played those four teams early in the season exactly. and then played Tennessee, Vandy, and who was the other team they had to uh, Arkansas? Yeah, some of those teams they it would have probably been reversed. They'd have been better shape. They got kind of screwed by their schedule that they weren't correct. They were a young team that wasn't it was, ready. It was to, top heavy. Yes, yeah. that wasn't ready to play, and uh, they got that's why they. Everybody got down on them, and of course, what they've done the last three weeks has been pretty good. I mean, it's still the SEC. If you yeah, go to well, you, you know, go to Mississippi State and win, sweep them, and go to uh, your favorite place, Como, and get two out of three, it, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing that you you have done a, a pretty good job. What they've got to do, they got to beat FSU Tuesday, no, yeah. tomorrow night. That's a big game. 
You agree, Jess? That would really help. You know, that, you know Jeff, do you know the pitching matchup for that one? Because it's just going to be midweek guys. Yeah, uh, I, would, I would think. I heard it's um, Austin Cardozo's pitching cool. the first game. Um, I would I would think that the Gators would probably throw Nesbitt. He, he didn't really pitch at all this weekend, and, and he's the next yeah. next guy in line, so that would be my choice if I'm Sully. He's been effective, too. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, I think the ERA just look, looks worse than he's actually pitched, for sure. I think you're right. I think you're right, yeah. I was listening to the D1 Baseball podcast the other day, and Aaron Fitz and Kendall Rogers, he was like, out of nowhere, here comes Florida. They might be a number one seed. Yeah, and no, they got me they're, they're dreaming on that. I can you tell might you that. be right, guys. No, they're they're like not a number strike. one seed. They yeah, they what out, they've yeah. done well, is they've on the inside rail. That would mean they're a top sixteen. That's all he's saying. So that would be a number one seed in a regional. So you just said 16. that number one seed is just top sixteen, right? Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean Pat, Pat, you brought it up. Yeah, well, you're the gotta, one that brought it up. They've got they've got a they've got a lot of games to win. You just said game. all they got to do is win two out of three and win two games in the tournament, and beat FSU. Okay, that's tough. It's not that hard. FSU sucks. Well, I don't know. I don't. I guess I don't think of a number one seed being a 16 seed. What do you mean FSU sucks? What happened against Miami this weekend? They still suck. Miami sucks. I would love to go My, down there as a two Miami seed. Miami sucks. What are they? What they're going to be seated? What? And guess what? They play in a crappy ACC, Pat. What are they going to be seated? Way better than Florida. And if Florida went down there, they would kick their ass in a, a regional. You're ready for it? Yes. Okay. I got my speedo packed. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you can Jeff's actually been very consistent. It could work out where you get some heat playoff games for, too. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. Wait, Jeff. What if if Miami was in the SEC? Oh my they'd god. Be like, They'd be, they'd be, yeah, they'd be Kentucky. Too, they? they would disband the program like they did with basketball. They'd be Kentucky or South Carolina. That's that's what Miami would be in the league. Well, the old, the new South Carolina. Hey, not the another, old. another, uh, another point you guys brought up is that whenever you have this wild card like Fabian, he just suddenly go off mm-hmm. and like you know hit three home runs in a game, and it's it's kind of like the. Two years ago, is Austin Riley for the Braves. Correct. You never know what he's going to do, but every once in a while he's going to hit the ball 450 feet. Well, the bottom and, line is if you throw what, the ball where you know, he can hit it, he can hit it. And that's what Austin Riley was. They threw a, him a lot of fastballs in that World Series and and during the playoffs. With with Fabian, it's, it's like if you throw him sliders that break down low, you're going to get him out. All right, Jeff, we got to get this break. Appreciate you. Gentlemen, take care. Yes, sir. I'll talk to y'all soon. Sounds good. Final break of hour number one. We'll be right back to wrap it up here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jesse Castro. The Jacksonville Jaguars announced Monday they've released former Gators wide receiver Josh Hammond after just two seasons. Florida Gators women's soccer coach announced Tuesday the hiring of new coach Samantha Bahone. Gators baseball take on FSU at the Condron Family Ballpark Tuesday night to make up for the rainout earlier this year. The Tampa Bay Rays begin a three-game home series with the Detroit Tigers tonight. The Rays will have Corey Kluber on the mound. The Lightning will face the Florida Panthers in round two of the conference semifinals beginning tomorrow night. 
the Miami Heat will host the Boston Celtics Tuesday night in an Eastern Conference Finals rematch from two years ago. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jesse Castro. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. Hi, I'm the one they call James Bates, but my real name is Batesy. When I was your age, we never worried about being lit or glowing up or steez or anything like that. Uh-uh. Only thing we ever cared about was being freaking radical. I mean, high-key rad AF. And TBH, that's what I look for when I need t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, and the like. I go to RadWearDesigns.com. If you're not using Radwear Designs for your t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, then your stuff is probably sus. Like basic, and that's no cap. All lowercase. Radwaredesigns.com. Your lawn isn't just a weekend chore. It's where you raise your kids. Enjoy barbecues with friends and family. It's your oasis. So come stop by Florida Coast Equipment, your local Kubota dealer. Whether you need a Kubota zero-turn mower or Kubota tractor, we've got you covered. Our hardworking team at Florida Coast are people you can trust, providing the Kubota equipment you can depend on. Visit us today at Florida Coast Equipment or online at FloridaCoastEQ.com. Now that my Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi reaches all over my home, I can finally stream my history shows in my room and play my games in the den. And of course, blast my jams all over. Mom! Sorry! Those flutists can get pretty rowdy. Stream throughout your home with Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed in certain cases. Panoramic Wi-Fi pods sold separately may be required for extended coverage. Restrictions apply. Sports Scene with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. All right, just a few minutes left in the hour, so let's uh, sneak Woody in here before we ski-daddle. Woody, what's up? We, you, hey, just you. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, great, great to be back on the show. Uh, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about, about the SEC scheduling dilemma, and if there's anything new on that, is, is that something they're going to talk in Destin? Is that what they're – like, is that the main topic? Uh, it'll be a big topic. There's no doubt. What, I think that's in a couple of weeks, right? Yep. Uh, okay. But the bottom line is uh, they've got to figure out what they're going to do with this, uh, with the with the two new teams coming in. And look, it's so weird. And Jeff, you saw it the day, literally the like hours after, not even hours, like minutes after they announced that Oklahoma and Texas were coming to the league. The pods were up on the SEC network. Yeah. And there's no reason to think that it's going to be. Now, the only reason to think it would be anything different from that is that also we had the SEC or the uh, NCAA, the college football playoff 
12-team playoff announced to us, and that's going away. And now we're still waiting for it to come back. I think this is going to stick. I think it's going to be four teams that in a pod. makes the most sense. Yeah. And, and how you can play everybody at least yes. a more substantial amount of time. The SEC scheduling has been nothing but lazy scheduling. In my Plus, opinion. I mean, I, I mean, you obviously you got Georgia in that pod, but still, it's one team. Go spank Kentucky and South Carolina all the time and go win the Georgia game. Well, how do you know it's going to be that? Maybe it's Tennessee. That would make the most sense. Maybe it's Auburn. Auburn's the closest team to Florida. Yeah, but it's not. It's too far uh, to the left. I'm just saying. I, I, look, I have they no. They go right to left. left. So here's go ahead, Woody. saying they're liberal? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So I, I love the pod idea. I think, the, the old, I think what they're going to have to solve with the pods are you've got four four basic division winners, and I don't know how you define a true champion without a four-team playoff. Now, I don't think they would do that. I think they, they're going to have the four pods for scheduling purposes only, mm-hmm. and then they'll they'll basically say, hey, look, the two best teams play in, in Atlanta. That, that'll be the way well, it's set could, up. We could have three undefeated teams or three one-loss teams, and I don't I, – I, I just think it gets ugly if you don't have a true champion because that's the thing about two divisions. Everybody plays each other in the division, so you – there's a true champion of each division. Yeah, but it would, it, would it have been a true champion in, in 92 when Florida, with four losses, uh, could have beaten Alabama and it was close to beating Alabama? I don't know if that's yeah. a true champion. I mean, to me, to me, here's what you got to do. You want, you want your one and two to play, and one is going to get in for sure, the winner of it. Two might have a chance. And three might get a chance. So you could end up dominating the uh, college football playoff if you do it the right way. Yeah, I think you just you go uh, out of all the teams, what do you play your pods? And then it's uh, obviously there's no pod winners. It's just the four yeah. four best records. It's and just then, how you set up the schedule. Yeah, you're yeah. going to take it as the two best play in the championship game. Yeah, I just think I just think you have the potential for three undefeated. Sure. That one team gets left out. It's going to be hard. You don't, we don't have that problem. But if we get when we get to the twelve team playoff, nobody's going to get left out. Yeah, no, then that wouldn't true. be the case. I don't know if we'll get the twelve. You teams. might have no. We're going to get there. Believe me, it's going to happen. So, as an alternative, what do you think about two divisions where you play everyone else in your division, and then two other teams rotate from the other division? So, every four years, you still get to play everybody. Uh, but you only have two. You have two to play for the the SEC championship wow. game, and you don't have any issue with like multiple three undefeated teams. You can only have two undefeated teams, and that yeah, it's the only way to make it. Hey, Woody, we'll talk about that in the second hour. Okay, good stuff. Got to go. Is that Thank Dale you. Murphy on with Feinberg? It is. God. Isn't that cool? It is. He's getting old, man. Maybe one of my favorite. I mean, Greg Maddox would be number one, but Dale Murphy. Probably my second favorite yeah. baseball player of all time. Wish he could be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dules will talk about that schedule. He'll live without it. As I uh, I will bail and go to a, a little high school banquet you have to. action. Got you to. have to do that. It'll be fun. Yeah. Looking forward to it. But back tomorrow, we'll talk more about that Florida-Florida State game and certainly more Gator baseball and whatever else you want to chat about. So, all right. I'll we'll miss be you. back for the second hour. See you. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville.
Grill Studios. We are ESPN Since 1971, Melden Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Melden Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. At Radiant Credit Union, a home loan isn't just a home loan. It's a promise to be by your side and in your corner. It's a commitment to helping you build the future of your dreams. And it's a shared vision of what could be. With big barn doors and shiplap, so much shiplap. Radiant Credit Union is here for you today, here for you tomorrow, and here for your next 30 years and beyond. Get started today at RadiantCU.org slash mortgage. Equal housing lender, federally insured by NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five-star our treatment. Titan MRI is a place where your doctors are sending their family. So when you need an MRI, call Titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code WORK for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's promo code WORK. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code WORK for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code WORK for a $5 bonus. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardozo UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, all right, all right. We are back here on the show for second hour. Brought to you by Melden Law. They won't back down. And Jeff, of course, has taken off because uh, his son's uh, baseball banquet is tonight. We all, uh, he had a great year, Austin Cardozo. 
Well, we're joined by Sophie, who is a student here at University of Florida and who I found out just now went to class with my daughter. So I'm worried about that. <laughs> is there Are there any stories you can tell us? She was um, she was really funny. She had like kind of a dry sense of humor, and Durr. I I did I really <laughs> liked hearing her speak in class just because I don't know she had a, a nice sense of humor. It was fun. All right, so what like right now? What is your um, level of excitement about anything? Is it about um, softball, baseball, uh, the NBA? Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. None of it is overwhelming, as you know. This is a football driven community. Absolutely, yeah. I think. Um, for me right now, it's Gator baseball. Um, I do follow the Rays a little, but not as, not as much as I follow the Gators. So I'm going to be going to the FSU game tomorrow. Um, so right now, that's that's what I'm most excited for. I've been going to as many games as I can this season. Um, I didn't go to any my first couple years here, so I'm trying to make up for that. So what did what got you into uh, being a, in, involved in sports? Was it dad, mom? Brother. Mostly, I, I would say I grew up with a family of Gators. Um, my dad went here. My, my, both my grandparents went here. A couple of my uncles and aunts went here. My brother went here. So I definitely was kind of raised in it. And um, I knew from the from the time that I knew I was going to go to college, I knew I wanted to go here. So coming in, I, the first thing I did here was work for Gator Guest Services over at the football games. And then yeah. every year since then, I've just wanted to find a way to be involved in some capacity in sports here. And what what is your goal? What's your main drive when you get out of school? I mean, how, how long do you have to go? I graduate in August, okay. So, so I've got um, I've got a job lined up in August to uh, I'm an edutainer, which is kind of a weird sounding word, but I'll be doing um, IT work in the fall for IT Pro TV. So I'm a host there. It's an on-air thing. It's not sports, but I do really enjoy it. And then eventually, I'd like to maybe get involved in um, sports broadcast, whether that's radio or whether it's um, sideline reporting. I definitely want to come back to sports at some point uh, after I graduate. Well, I think you uh, have given a good audition today. I appreciate <laughs> it. We appreciate you being on. I just wanted to get somebody, grab somebody. I mean, all these great students are walking through here, and I'm like, why don't we have them on the radio every once in a while? I didn't realize this was something that y'all did until this past year as far as having students in. And, Unfortunately, I mean, students. a lot of people don't realize we do a radio show. So It's all students. It's crazy. <laughs> I didn't realize that all students. It's, well, it's, I'm not a student anymore. Right. But, but you learn every day, right? You never stop learning. If you can guess the year I graduated from the University of Ooh. Florida, and this is going to be hard because you're going to have to go <laughs> way back. And if you go too far back, it's going to be really insulting. Right. But, well, it, but if you don't go far enough back, it's going to seem stupid. That's true. Oh, man. Well, my dad graduated in 94, and he's 50. Yeah. Gosh, I should have I should have interrogated Kelsey a little bit more when I was in class with her. I should I should have picked her brain a little bit about you. Um, hmm. I'm going to go I'm going to go with 85. Uh, okay. You're you're only 9 years off. 76. 9 years off. I was a I'm an old old man, uh, which is okay. All right. <laughs> so Sophie was great coming in here. We appreciate her coming in here and uh, anytime you want to stop by, Sophie. We we like having f fun people that are interesting to talk to. Um, is there is, is there one celebrity encounter you've had in your life? Celebrity encounter. The closest I think I've come to encountering a celebrity would be I met Dan Mullen a couple times, um, okay. which I know now probably 
you got to be careful who you say. He that was to. hunched over He's during it. <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh, it was back. It was before COVID. They were doing the Gator Talks over at Keys, and yeah. um, I think I was a sophomore, and I didn't have anybody to go with, so I just I wanted to hear him speak, so I went, and um, I must have stood out because I was sitting there by myself, and I probably looked a little lame. So after Gator Talks, he came up and he was like, "You're just here by yourself. What are you doing here?" So I said, "Yeah, wow. I'm here by myself." And so it was. It was neat. So you, are you a senior now? I'm a senior now. Yeah. Okay. So, so you got how many more? I've got, I'm taking one class this summer just to round it out, and then wow. I will be done in August. Yeah. I think Kelsey's doing the same thing. Yeah. So I didn't want to cram spring too much, so you got to Yeah, I understand that. All right, Sophie, thanks for being in here. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. All right, let's uh, see if we get, uh, Jeff, this, you're supposed to turn the phones towards me. There we go. All right, we have no phone calls, so 392-8255 if you want to get in here. If you want to talk about anything, we appreciated having Sophie in. I'm, I'm a big believer in this school and this university. I graduated from here. My daughter is a good student here, and I want to make sure we can uh, give a lot of um, opportunities for people who are uh, students here at the University of Florida. I mean, it's a great school, and it is a great journalism school. You look at the numbers. You look at the people who come through here. It's unbelievable. I mean, uh you know the the Aaron Andrews, the uh, the the uh, um, Laura Rutledge's. Was that be is that right, Laura Rutledge's? L- Laura Rutledge. Yeah, L- <laughs> R- Laura Rutledge type people. Uh, of course, you know Jesse Palmer, who of course was a Florida football player and all that. So three nine two eight two five five. If you want to get in here, we can talk about anything. And there's a lot of things to talk about in college football and college sports. We're going to go very hard on college football the rest of the year. I can tell you that uh, as we go forward because um, we all know what's dri- how it, it's driven. I mean, there is a there's somebody at the wheel, and his name is Nick Saban or whoever, but they're, they're driving the college football train. We all have to figure out what it's, what is going on there. Um, so we'll go from there. Um, but certainly we also had, and I don't know how many of you cared that much, but we had seven game sevens over the weekend, seven. And the one that I did care about was the Rangers winning, which I kind of closet Rangers fan. But uh, obviously the one – now Florida has four players in the uh, finals, in the uh, obviously both semifinals. So that means Florida will is guaranteed to have a ring. Can you name those four players? Oh, gosh. I, uh, I just read an article about this earlier. Um, <laughs> he's got it. He's Uh-oh. Got it. Come oh, on. Gosh. You can go ahead. You can do it. No, I don't. I don't. I'm drawing a, a complete blank. It's been a long day, so you go for it. Well, you got to do it on the air, okay? I don't. I, I don't know if I'm able to talk. Yeah, you are. I can hear you. I Mike can hear one you. is on. Am I on there? Yeah, you're on. You're on. At least in my earphones. Dorian Finley Smith. Yep. For the Mavericks. Um, Al Horford. Yes, for the um, Celtics. Who else is in there? Bradley. No, what? Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal's never been in there. No, Bradley Beal's not in there. Bradley Beal's not in there. I, I was listening to Seth. Um, Seth. Who else is in there? The Warriors? Is anybody on the Warriors? Yes. Chris Chioza. Yes. Chris Chioza. Exactly. And um, who else do we have next? Um, There's only one more to go. 
We have the Boston Celtics. We have the Miami Heat. The Warriors. Uh, hello. Who is the statue you would put up for the Miami Heat? Is you great? Has them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> There's the four. So no matter what happens, somebody is getting a ring from the University of Florida, and you got to love that. And that's that. That I know that when we get to the uh, playoffs, everybody gets excited about. Florida players and whether it was Van Jefferson or going forward, but yeah, so it's pretty amazing. And again, I'm just going, let me go quickly. Dorian Finney Smith came here with Billy Udonis, obviously uh, Chioza was recruited by Billy, although he excelled under, under um, Mike White. And then who was the other fourth one? I forgot. I already, I already forgot. I already forgot the fourth <laughs> one. Um, I was just so enthralled with what you were saying. Uh, well, Al Horford was obviously Al Horford, Dorian Finney-Smith, Chris Chioza. Oh, Udonis Haslam. Yeah. So all Billy guys. All right. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to let uh, Sophie get out of here. I, we appreciate her coming on. I was I was just interested to hear what she had to say because I see her out here all the time. And I'm just curious what her goals and what her what she's trying to do in life and trying to do as a sports uh, radio or anchor person, whatever you want to do. That's my second home here. I love it here. So thank you for having me on. You're here. You're here a lot. I am. Yeah. I do see you all the time. (laughs) All right. So that's Sophie and I'm Pat Dooley. We'll be back with more of the second hour on the tailgate on ESPN, 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Cassie Narcos. This morning, Samantha Bowen was named the new Gator soccer coach. Bowen has spent the last 15 seasons at Embry-Riddle and has led them to multiple conference titles. This morning, Jaguars wide receiver Josh Hammond was released from the team. Hammond, a former Gator, was with the Jaguars for two years. The Gator baseball team will face Florida State tomorrow. Coverage begins at 6.55. The Tampa Bay Rays will play the Detroit Tigers tonight. Coverage begins at 6. The Miami Heat will play Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals starting tomorrow against the Boston Celtics. And after a nail-biting first round, the Tampa Bay Lightning will advance to Round 2 and will play the Florida Panthers in Miami tomorrow night. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Cassie Narcus. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that sight is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. 
Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling along in 2022 as happy, healthy, and hungry as ever. You know, a big priority for me is to support as many local charities as possible. So check out the Leonardo's Facebook and Instagram pages to keep up with all of our fundraising efforts, topped off by being a title sponsor of the Bob Dooley Invitational. We're already ahead of our goal to donate $50,000 this year. So help us help the Gainesville community, baked since 1976, and it feels like we're just getting started. Ah, Jeff, did I mention the tailgate 10? The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. All right, welcome back. Second hour of the show again, uh, presented by Melton Law. They won't back down. So nice to have Sophie in here. I I, I love having people, young people uh, on the show like that and just to talk about what they're trying to do in journalism because it is a tough, tough situation right now in journalism. You can't be writing for a newspaper and expect anything to happen in your life. You've got to be writing for the website or another website, or this, that, and the other, as Coach Spurrier would say, uh, it's hard. And I, I am constantly grateful. I think about it all the time. That I grew up at a time when being a sports writer was literally the best time you could possibly imagine. From the time when I started, 1977, 76, maybe. But, I mean, I wasn't really a sports writer. I was just writing. I was writing crap is what I was doing. And then when I became a sports writer, like at the Fort Lauderdale Sun Sentinel in, like, 77, from that time until, you know, 07, 08, 09, it was was the best time to be a sports writer. Right now is not a good time to be a sports writer. You've got to find something else. You've got to be – involved in websites, you got to be involved in um, podcasts, you got to be involved in all that, which I'm doing now. But uh, for these young people, I feel bad that they don't get the opportunity to just say, hey, look, 
I'm going to be a sports writer. I just got hired at XX Paper. Uh, their first assignment is, hey, we're going to send you to Seattle because there's a Gator player we want you to interview. That doesn't happen now. Get him on the phone. Give us a, a web story. Anyway. So anyway, I like having uh, any anybody who wants to come on, anybody who's a student at the University of Florida, wants to come on this radio show, come on. I'm happy to have you. We already... We already had Jason on today. Jason and Sophie. I mean, how can you do better than that? Right? Or we could just go to our callers, which we'll do that right now. And uh, Tennessee Mike's up right. What's going on, Tennessee Mike? What's going on, Pat? Riding solo, huh? Except for some future stars. Where's Robbie? Did he go up on his NIL demands? Or what's what's up with that? No, Zach? Uh, well, I, I mean, it's a long story. But, you know, I mean, Jeff and I are going to be here all week. And we wanted to kind of handle it ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Pat, I heard you talking about Doug Dickey the other day. And I wanted to tear in with you on that a little bit. But, you know, I got to thinking about something, Pat. Florida's, uh, I guess, a broadcast uh, department there has been very successful. Of course, a lot of Gators on the SEC network, Laura Rutledge and Jesse Palmer and all that. And are you with me? I mean, it seems to me like you've got the the play-by-play guy, which might be the Joe Bucks of the world, and then you've got – they've about decided that the color guy has to be an ex-jock. And um, are you – I mean, look at this obscene amount of money apparently Tom Brady's going to get from Fox. What, $137 million dollars? And he's never done it one day in his life. And we, and by the way, Jason Witten got the plum Monday night football gig like that and embarrassed himself so much he had to go back to playing football. And I think, you know, you got a lot of people, you know, a lot of students at a lot of schools around America trying to get these big broadcast jobs. And it seems like half the market's off the table for these ex-jocks. Well, I mean, you're not going to – I mean, nobody's trying to get the big jobs. There, but there are a million jobs out there. And we, we see it every day. I, every day I look and see somebody else who – went to this journalism school. Christina Pink now is doing Fox Sports. Uh, you know, at one point during there was a game this year, a, a playoff game, I think it was, where, where both sidelines were Florida alums, Christina Pink and Aaron Andrews. So, I mean, Florida knows what they're doing in terms of getting people ready. But you're right. I mean, if you're, you know, people rather hear from jocks. Personally, I don't care whether it's jocks or not. I want people that know what they're talking about. I would rather hear me than hear Jason Witten. Yeah, and he got the Monday night gig. You know how many broadcasts that didn't last in America? Long, did would... it? Yeah, I mean, and, and and for all we know, I mean, I think Tom Brady's a lot more of a developed, refined guy than that. But you never know how it's going to fly with these guys. I want to talk about Doug Dickey, but I just hate to see. Well, no, I, like I, the, thing about, the thing about the thing about too about Brady is people will t- will turn in. Just because it's Tom Brady, nobody's turning in because it's Jason Witt. You and I both know he's yeah. a great player. I love that player. He's a great player, but I don't. He he's not. That doesn't that doesn't rock anybody's boat. Yeah, I guess I just it seems like the colors chair has to be filled by an ex player now, and I just don't know how I feel about that. Maybe that's you know they've played the game, and maybe that's what they're there to add, but. All right, Pat, let's talk about uh, uh, Dickey for a second here. Um, I heard you kind of going off on your thing about him, and I think you kind of said you kind of weren't the biggest Dickey fan. Is that kind of how you identify? Well, the thing is, when I was in school here at Florida, he was the coach. I got along with him okay. I got along with a lot of his assistant coaches. In fact, Jimmy Dunn and I were very close friends and until his death. Um, 
but they just they had better teams than than every record they ever had. Every team they had was better than the record they had. Yeah, well, winning obviously affects your popularity rate at any sure. any uh, school. I'd say uh, I'd say Dan Mullen was a lot more well liked at his introductory press conference than the day he got popped around town. That's just how it goes. But I well, I, I don't agree with talking. that. I think three years into his job, people loved Dan Mullen here. Uh, he was a well, huge well. success, and everybody loved him until that uh, that finish of that his third season, where they. Don't show up for LSU. They don't even – they tell you they didn't even show up for Oklahoma, and people kind of started falling off him of that. Yeah. Uh, well, I just used him – Yeah, I just kind of used him as an example. Most coaches are popular on day one, and, and lots of times it goes downhill from there. But I got to – when you were rattling off all your thoughts on Dickey there, uh, Pat, I was just listening. I don't know Florida sports like you do, of course, the history and everything. But I got to thinking, didn't Dickey hire uh, Spire as a position coach? He did. And Spurrier gives him credit to this day for hiring him to be their uh, quarterback coach. Uh, he only la- it was only one year, and then uh, Charlie. In fact, here's a great story for you, Cattleman. You'll love this one. Um, so Spurrier, uh, uh, Charlie Pell comes in, takes the job, and fires Steve Spurrier. And uh, Spurrier kept in his wallet till he was. I know I saw it when he was the Washington Redskins coach. Okay, he had a, a clipping from the Gainesville Sun that said Spurrier fire. I'm sorry, uh, Dicky fire. I mean, jeez, get it right, Pat. Charlie Pell fires Steve Spurrier, and he kept that, and he he, he held that. He hated Charlie Pell because of that reason that he fired him, and he he knew he was a good coach at yeah. that time. And a lot of coaches, you know, are kind of insecure about hiring, you know, favorite sons on the staff or, you know, thinking, you know, looking over their shoulder and all that. And it looks to me like that's, you know, the most important thing Dickie did for Florida was hiring Spurrier. The rest is just details. So it was some eight and four, six yeah. and six football. Hell, you know, he kept Spurrier happy in the big picture. That's probably all that matters. Yeah, in, in a lot of ways it is. Uh, although I, I don't know that Spurrier wouldn't have come back here anyway if he – but, again, he got him started – in the profession, so that and again, next thing he went to Georgia Tech, then to Duke, then to the Bandits, and then I mean, so he might have progressed anyway in some shape or form. And when and when it got to be nineteen eighty nine, they might have hired him anyway. But yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, no, I he gives Doug Dickey a lot of credit for uh, the reason why he's here. Yeah, he- yeah, and then, of course, we know how Spurrier thinks. Uh, Bill Curry fired him, too, right? Probably two or three other coaches fired him. Spurrier remembers, you know, he, he, he that's probably in his wallet, too. Curry. I'm trying to remember, did Curry fire him at Georgia Tech? I, I, yeah, I guess he, he did. Yeah, Curry, yeah. I'm sure, yeah, I believe, I believe, yeah, he ran it up on Curry, I believe. Yeah, I think that's one of his favorites there. But I just got to thinking, you know, for, you know, I think that might be something you're slotting Dickey on there is uh, getting Spurrier on staff. And, and by the way, uh, Pat, Dickey, I – you know, we have a history with him, too. Looking back on it, he's up pretty – you know, he's 50-50 up here, too. But looking back on it 20 years later, he was a hell of an athletic director. He did, did a good job as a coach up here, too. I'm still trying to figure you out, Cattleman. I cannot tell who you like and who you don't like in the history of Tennessee football. So no, you're I'm just looking at that, you know. You, I did you like Butch Jones? Let me, let me go one me. to ten. One to ten scale. Doug Dickey, where would you put him in your mind as a, as a Tennessee fan? In, in, in Tennessee lore, yes. Um, looking back on it, this um, number. Give me a number. I'd say, 
I'd say probably an eight. Okay. Because he was good as a coach. Phil Fulmer. And, uh, Phil Fulmer, good, give me that number. He ran a good, he ran a good football program, uh, five or six. <laughs> he he did win a national championship, but okay. Uh, what about Lane Kiffin? Uh, Ten. Left town, uh, the greatest. What was his record? Was what was his record? Seven and five. And okay. Should have won. Got out matched against. Uh, yeah. Now hold on, hold on. No, should have won. He was seven and five to answer your question, and he got matched up with a top ten Frank Beamer team in his bowl game, so he had no shot at an eight wins. And he he beat Saban, but he got screwed by the Zebras eleven to one on offensive holding penalties. I, wa- I watched a game. I watched a game in a. Yeah. Yeah. I watched that game. I think it was in the uh, Arkansas press box. I watched that game. It was a hell of a game. I'm still going to stand behind my prediction that Kiffin's the next Bama coach, but we'll you know we'll see how all that shakes out. There, there's a rumor out there, Pat. I don't know if you've heard it or not that that this is Saban's last year. I know that rumor's been out there yeah, for years. I, I tell you what, what's interesting about that is that I talked to several people lately that I consider really, you know, knowledgeable football people. And they, they're right there with you. They think that this is, he's fed up with it. He's done with it. He doesn't want to deal with all this crap. He wants, he'd like to go out a winner, but he may not even need to go out a winner. Uh, so, but again, what if, what if uh, Napier is in that SEC title game and uh, beats, uh, beats Nick Saban and they go, well, Nick's retiring, and they go, hey, well, let's go get a guy we know. Let's go get him. So you never yeah. know. I mean, Gator I mean, fans need to worry about that. Yeah. Let, let me throw a what if at you on the West Door, Pat. But before I do, should the SEC start giving out two trophies, one to the SEC champion in Atlanta and the second trophy to the third-place finisher for the real champion? No. Hmm. We, we could call it the uh, Jim Donnan uh, Memorial Trophy. Uh, he, he would have a lot of them, yeah. Well, I mean, we all know the third best team in the SEC is the real champion. I mean, you got two NFL teams, and then you got everybody else. I, I, yeah, but I, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to say, "What?" The, I mean, this is where we're going to. It's going to be interesting to see where we go with uh, dividing up all this stuff, and whether we end up with, uh, you know, uh, a 40 team or whatever it is uh, super conference, because we're we're going to have to do that. I mean. There are teams that are playing at a different, uh, with different rules, and that's what cracks me up about Nick Saban saying, "Oh, you know, we want to get back to parity." And I'm like, "What? There's no parity. You get every player you want. Well, how is that parity?" Hey, last thing for you, Pat on the wet door. Getting back to Dicky real quick. The fourth and dumb thing pretty much was it for him. Was was at the beginning of the end. Uh, it was, yeah, it was a, it was a bad move. And then the next year they weren't very good. And then they, the next year they were, it just started going downhill after that. Yeah. Well, well, the reason I'm asking a little, what did did you know? And I'm sure you don't care. The uh, guy that replaced Dickey up here was Bill Battle. If you might remember his name. Yep, I do. He called a punt. He was the AD at uh, Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, made a lot of money in, in college licensing and all that big Bama guy. But anyway, he caught a, a stupid punt on inside his own 30-yard line against Georgia of all teams, and that got him fired also. So kind of funny how that works. Yeah. Hang in there, Pat. I'm listening. All right. The bottom line is nobody remembers that. They Nobody forgets fourth and dumb. Fourth and dumb will stay with you for the rest of your life. In fact, I remember when Florida tried a reverse pass in the Outback Bowl with Ron Zook, which was the dumbest call because 
Rex Grossman was lighting up Iowa, I guess it was. He was going up and down the field. They couldn't stop him. And they, they needed to score. I think they needed to score and get a two-point conversion to, to tie the game. And instead he runs a reverse Vernell Brown throwing it back, and it got picked off. It went even close. And Robbie walks up to me and goes on the sideline. He goes, that's fourth and dumb. It's Doug Dickey. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think it's that bad, but it's still bad. And the thing is, and I, I will talk fourth and dumb in a minute. Like the worst plays in Florida history, fourth and dumb's right up there, but it'll never be number one. I'll tell you what's number one. We'll get a break. We'll come back. Byron's up on the next call. If you want to wait, Byron, great. If you don't, I understand. 392-8255 if you want to call in uh, here on uh, the uh, tailgate, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold, hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for, and it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find, and I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Camera loud, a stray shower, a thunderstorm into the evening, especially east toward Palatkin, St. John's River. Aside from that, partly cloudy skies this evening will take us into the overnight. Low temperatures pretty mild. They'll drop into the upper 60s. Tomorrow, a mixture of sun and clouds going to be a hot one with high temperatures rising into the lower 90s. Afternoon and evening thunderstorms are expected, especially inland along the I-75 corridor. In the UF Weather Center, I'm Megan Borowski. And now... 
Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. If I'm Philly, you might have to just look in the mirror and say, do we have the right coach and do we need to bring back James Harden? But when you don't score and you don't force the issue, I take. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Uh oh. Thank you. Here we go. All the firemen are running out. What's going on? There's hot takes next door. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver. Weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. You know, I know that a lot of people don't care about the NBA, and I don't really either, to be honest with you. I, I do watch a little bit of the playoffs, it's, which is all I do. And But the Mavericks destroying the Suns the way they did was just unbelievable. And then uh, the Celtics being the defending champions, even though I know Middleton was out and everything, was so it, it was really interesting. I just don't – now we go to the the Final Four. you got four Gators playing, but one of them's not really playing. Haslam's not going to play unless they're – they get like nine guys hurt. Um, Chiosa doesn't play a whole lot. Uh, so I'm not going to root for – but I'm a Golden State kind of guy. I don't know. Let's, let's just watch the games. Let's go to Byron and see what's up. <laughs> what's up, Byron? Hey, gentlemen. Pat, uh, I'm going to get into some things I shouldn't, so uh, Jeff, help me out here. But uh, you know, Jeff's not here. He, oh, he's not? Oh, God. No, he I left just, because he heard you were coming on. I knew, Jeff. Oh, oh Pat, don't. Okay, but I'm going to let him go this day. But, Pat, let me say this now. You know, Jeff was one of my favorite pitchers, so I'm trying to get some brownie points. And uh, really, Pat, I want to give a shout-out to Sully and that pitching staff. You know, I was, I was on him. Because they they were they were well, the veterans didn't do and then you know Pat I don't go into names but it seemed like one of the veterans got hurt or the older guys but those young guys and Fletcher freshmen Jeff help me out if you can hear me had came through and uh, when no when I mean Jeff that's the bottom line they they lost their one guy they could count on that's the thing yes and, and Hunter mm-hmm. Barco and I mean they Barco. lost him halfway yeah. through the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turned out he has uh, he's getting Tommy he got Tommy John surgery. In fact, he's already had and, it. But that's the bottom line. Um, and and, and, and the they've Lord been able to overcome that. And at least mm-hmm. I mean they're not a great team. They're not going to win the the World Series. But what yeah. they need to do is get into the NCAA tournament. Get you know try to make a little bit of a run mm-hmm. in Hoover and get those guys experience because these yeah. guys this is your team going forward. Mm-hmm. And Pat, you never know, man. You know, sometimes you can just get hot, and and a freshman can do it. And and, and you know, I like that Ryan Pell, the catcher, and all those guys. I, I think Judd Fabian gonna get. You know, he's been kind of down. Judd, you're gonna come back, man. That's what good you went down. Pat, let me go into the NBA. But I just want to shout out Pat to my Gators. You know, I'm, I'm gonna make this about a Gator. You know, Finney Smith with Dallas. We got. Don't forget, Udonis has them. I think how many rings? How many rings he done won down there? He's and, won uh, two, I think. Two, yeah, two or so. Yeah, but but I think he could be a coach. He's been with Pat Riley, 
I don't know what UD doing down there, but that's a Gator. He ain't playing much. He's played 13 games this year. (laughs) I know it, Pat. Hey, look, there's a reason why he's on that roster, though. Yes, no, I mean, he's not, they, but he is a leader. He is a guy that he, they love, and he's going to help them without playing. He didn't have to play one minute. He's going to help them. He's like a, uh, I don't know how many coaches they have, but he's like an eighth coach, whatever yeah, how many they know, have. You know, when, you, when you're in college, Pat, I was almost one of these. I saw this kind of doing, but you, you're not going to go into pros, but you're kind of like on the team and a player. You know, uh, I don't know. In college, I should have been coaching more than I'm doing. And last but not least, Al Horford and Go Gators and Pat. How many? How many Kentucky players is in the finals? So, so they don't get no tradition in there. Young players come to the Gators because we might not be a bunch of players, but we make champions. There go you go. Yeah. All right, Byron, making it, making a call there. Let's go to David. See what he's got for us. What's up, David? Hey, Pat. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks. Do you think it's possible that Nick's uh, upset because now the the playing field is getting leveled because everybody can pay players now? Well, I know I know it's a good joke, but I mean, the bottom line is there have been people cheating for years and and at different levels. Um, but I don't think that's. I think it's roster management. I think it's. When you get to be his age and have won as much as he has, and it, they, they make it so uh, ridiculously hard, I think you you may get to a point. Now, again, he hasn't said a word about that he's close to retirement. I just hear from other people that he's going to – he may call it after this year. But, uh, no, I don't think yeah. it's just because everybody's – because you don't <laughs> think – everybody's paying – a lot of people are playing players. I know whether you believe it or not, whether they're doing it or not. But I think that the, what it is going to affect is depth because um, because you know he's not he may not be able to get that that guy who's uh, you know a really good player to come in and, and sit on the bench for a year because somebody else is going to pay him to come to their school. You know what I mean? So I yeah. Think that's, no. That's and, and that was the old the old thing with uh, Bear Bryant. What he used to do is he would give. Like they only had so many scholarships they could give, but they would give uh, people uh, track and tennis and golf scholarships, and they would come and they would be football players. But that's why they they said, look, if you that's why the, it's a called the Bear Bryant rule actually, where if you come to school on a basketball scholarship, you can only play basketball. If you want to play football, you've got to go on a football scholarship. So uh, they've been trying to cheat for a long time. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, and then just one other note. Uh, you, you mentioned something that I, I was already thinking about. The, you know, maybe maybe some people think it's crazy, but the Napier thing. You know, um, yeah, it's a concern of mine because you know, especially if he proves himself uh, very fast. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all- yeah, right. Hello, David. If he if he does great, if he does great. And, you know, because of the whole process thing, yeah, I think it's a possibility. Well, and that's the thing. If he – if 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 Billy Napier is a really good coach, and we see that over the next couple of years, and then Nick Saban retires and he goes to Alabama, we'll, we'll go, hey, you know what, we – you know, that's fine. I, I understand that. 
But it doesn't mean he will. I mean, it doesn't mean he's going to be good. It doesn't mean that Nick Saban is going to retire. I mean, I don't worry about things like that, but it's certainly worth at least mentioning as a possibility down the road. I don't think it'll happen. If I had to bet, I would bet it. it's not going to happen, but we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Pat, appreciate it. Appreciate the call, David. Uh, by the way, for these, those of you wondering, and I know you're all on your, uh, I don't know, tips of your toes. Alabama's September 10th game against Texas at Texas. Well, they're on Fox, not ESPN. Oh, but here's the thing. You know what time it's going to play? Nobody knows. They haven't even announced it. They. This is what – I talked about this, I think, last week. This is what college football never gets. They never understand this. You should have a schedule reveal that is like the NFL's. Here's what we're doing. We're going to announce it in late May, and and you guys are going to freak out. You're going to talk about it for a week. Guys, are, people are still talking about the NFL schedule release. Let's get Jack from North Probably Atlanta before we get to our last break. Jack, what's up? Hey, uh, hey, Pat, I called in too early on uh, Friday. Doug Dickey by far. I don't remember. My dad remembers Bear Wolf, who was absolutely even worse than Dickey, but that's before my time and your time. But Doug Dickey, I mean, I went to Doug Dickey football camp in 73. I tore the picture <laughs> up after they hired Charlie Fell. And it, and it was it was uh, at Georgia Tech. It was Bill What's-His-Name that fired Spurrier. He had just built a brand-new home in Marietta's back. And he said, I'd like Sam Williams. And that's why he always liked to kick the crap out of the Kentucky uh well, he did, and he did when that. Bill Curry was there pretty successfully. Now, who? What is your? I mean, I was there in the stadium in, in nineteen when it was twenty-seven, thirteen. And I'm gonna tell you what, I was right in the corner where the Bulldogs what came out. And I'm telling you, man, Ruck or Russ, Ert Russell had blood coming out, saying he's banging on all heads, you know, junkyard dogs, and all that stuff. And my dad goes, "We're in trouble. We're in trouble." Now, I remember. I, I, well, so they think, they what, were in what? trouble because they ran a bad play on a on a bad. That was a bad call. You know, you're in yeah. your own twenty nine. I know the momentum momentum kind of shift, but you just punt the ball away. It was a yeah, dumb exactly. call. So, what what plays do you think are worse? And I'm gonna give you yay or nay. Okay. Give me a yay. Oh, the worst. Oh, worst is is yeah. Lindsey Scott. The There's number one. No, no doubt about uh, yeah. it. Yeah, I, I have to agree with that. Uh, I, agree with I may, that. I may go Sean Alexander wheel route in '99. Uh, yep, yeah. was, was right up there. Um, Two thousand, uh, 1994 with the uh, the uh, beating Auburn beating is a pretty bad play. Well, uh, yeah, uh, Frankie Sanders jumping over. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 that was up there. You know the only the only bad losses are when you're a good team. There's no bad yeah. losses when you suck. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, like like you're like right. I, everybody can go. Well, you know, they lost to Georgia Southern. You know, there's no one play that stands out to me in that game because they just weren't any good. They weren't yeah. good, and and, and you know, they probably maybe should have fired Will then. But the bottom line but is, you know, what, they weren't any good. Didn't they have like. We had like ten or twelve knee surgeries. Remember that year? I mean, everybody went out to knee surgeries. Well, they I'm lost. Mistaken. They lost Driscoll. They lost uh, the big Dominique Easley. Yeah, yeah, Easley. Yep. He went out early in the year, uh, and he and he was one of those tore tore his ACL and didn't just on again right. on a non-contact play. So it just yep. a lot of things yep. went bad, but they still should have lost to Georgia Southern. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 
Well, you know, my thing, my thing is, is that uh, there was just Dickie just cra- and again, but that, back then though, the boosters weren't putting in money. And I know Steve, yeah. you know, if, if, if you'll listen to Steve when he talks about champions and, and great players, he doesn't mention many players in the Pell area. If you ever notice that, very rarely. No, no, he's and I and I, I he is not a fan. I can tell there. you that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think there's many. Well, again, love Charlie. I mean, he was a heck of again. He he was doing what everybody else was doing. He just they wanted him. They they, they called him and. But, you know, he built the infrastructure, the money, and, again, and Steve came in and did it right. But, you know, he got caught up. You know, I, I can remember, I know a story that uh, Herschel Walk getting a $200,000 loan from the bank at the junior, junior year. And then uh, the Clemson, remember the Clemson-Georgia coaches got into a fight on a bridge somewhere. Oh, yeah. 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 So, I mean, everybody's doing it. I mean, heck, I knew a guy, Tommy Thirsty, played for Georgia. Got a I knew Tommy, team. yes. <laughs> Yeah, From Jacksonville, Tommy, yeah. Good, good old. He went to Bishop Kenny. Kick, uh, he kicked my tail two years in a row. Yeah. But, uh, that yeah, doesn't but, surprise I mean, me, was, that part of it. I've he, seen you. Yeah. yeah, well, <laughs> well, I was pretty mean. I Actually, one year I got him pretty good my senior year. But, uh, but yeah, he was an All-American. But, I mean, heck, he was, they were a big Catholic family. He drove an old beat-up station wagon, man. <laughs> At the next track to me after signing day, he's driving around the, the Burt Reynolds, you know, the uh, the bandit yeah. car. I mean, he, yeah, it's just – but money was flying. The bad players back in those days got two grand. Well, look, I mean, there's a famous story about Travis Carroll. Remember Travis Carroll came here yep, from Alabama? Yep. And Travis, yep, he when he showed car. up, he goes, where, where do I pick up my car? And yeah. Spurrier said, "You don't. what do you mean? You don't get a car? He goes, well, we did it at Alabama. And that's when he went after DeBose at oh, the yep. SEC meetings and basically stood up and, and, I mean, there was almost a fist fight. Yeah, that's how bad it was. Yeah, and you know what? If they, what still ticks me off, if they're able to keep their 1999 trophy, they need to give us back our 84 trophy. No, you're right. 84 should have been – although they cheated like crap in 84. I mean, to get to that 84 team. But everybody else is cheating like crap. I know. Everybody – you're right. You're right. I mean, I – But, I mean, what – Look, I consider the 84 team to be champions. And, in fact, one day I'm going to find the trophy. I know it's here somewhere in this yep. in this complex. And I'm going to find it. It's probably in Jerry McFoley's uh, cottage up in uh, somewhere up in Mount. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna find it one day, and when I find, find it, that. it'll be a story nobody wants to read. Thank you. I remember what. Thank you. Have a good one, bud. Thanks, Jack. Appreciate the call. We got to get our last break. We'll do that. We've had a fun day today. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Uh, of course, Jeff was here the first hour. Jeff will be here all the rest of the uh, week. Uh, well, no, no show Friday because of uh, Gator softball. But he'll be here until probably about the last half hour on on uh, both um, Tuesday and Thursday when, when the Gators are playing games. So right now what we're going to do is take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up here. If you want to get a quick call in, we can uh, take it. You're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN, 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Cassie Narcus. Samantha Bowen, former Embry-Riddle soccer coach, was named the new Gator soccer coach this morning. After 15 years with the Hawks, she aims to rebuild the Gators' struggling program to bring them back to their full potential. Jaguars wide receiver Josh Hammond, a former Gator, was released from the team. Hammond signed with the Jaguars in 2020 as an undrafted free agent and was with the Jaguars for two years. In other Gator news, the Gator lacrosse team has advanced to the NCAA quarterfinals and will play the University of Maryland in Maryland on Thursday. 
The Gator baseball team will face Florida State tomorrow. Coverage begins at 6.55. This game is a makeup from the matchup in March. The Tampa Bay Rays will play the Detroit Tigers tonight in the game one of a three-game series. Coverage begins at 6. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Cassie Narcus. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Then I was going in to have chemo, and before we put in my port, I called and said, I need to come in because that's one of the things about being healthy, is to have healthy teeth and mouth and wanted to get uh, looked at before I went in. They worked me in right away, and I felt so much more confident about going into chemo and also having them back me up as my health care team and the family that's behind me and that Dr. Art called us and said, is there anything you need? And you just don't understand what that means until you go through it, that you've got people behind you, plus such a caring group of people that you can call at any time and say, I have a problem. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. There are certain memories you have of great nights with great friends. Memories that'll last a lifetime. And if you're like a lot of folks, many of those memories happened at 1728 West University Avenue in Gainesville. It's been many names over the years. The College Inn, the Purple Porpoise, Gator City, and six years ago, a new establishment was built at that address. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. The Social has 60 huge flat-screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. And every night, they have different specials, like you don't have to wait till the nighttime to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Check out their delicious menu at thesocialgnv.com. Follow them on social media to see the latest specials. It's time to make new memories at 1728 West University Avenue. See you at The Social at Midtown. Cox upgrades your equipment at no additional cost to help keep your Wi-Fi fast so you can keep up with your son. Hey, Mom. And your son's friends. Hey, Mrs. G. <sighs> All of them, including that one kid whose name you always mess up. It's Drubbin. I think it's Kevin. Seriously? Help keep your Wi-Fi fast for everyone with equipment upgrades from Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Requires Panoramic Wi-Fi. Available software updates push to Gateway, and every three years you're eligible for an upgraded device. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Other restrictions apply. From every call third strike to every call to the bullpen, baseball lives here. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, only about uh, four and a half minutes left in the show. 
We appreciate uh, all of our great guests, including Sophie, who was tremendous talking uh, a little football with her, student here at the University of Florida. We, I, I'm going to try to do that, bring in more students to talk. I know that that's part of the job of the people that actually work here, which I do radio occasionally, but... Uh, I love talking to them. I love getting a kind of a feel for what they're thinking. Um, obviously, we've got a huge – it was a huge weekend when you think about it that Florida not only um, pretty much secured – I mean, I can't promise everything, but they pretty much secured uh, getting into the NCAA tournaments in baseball. They got into the NCAA – because, look, you get to 13 wins – in the SEC, and that usually is kind of the, like the watermark. Um, and again, Florida on Tuesday plays FSU. Florida 16 in RPI, FSU 17. So it's kind of a big deal. I think it, I, I don't agree with Jeff. I think if Florida can win this game, take two or three from South Carolina, win a couple of games in the SEC tournament, when you look at their body of work down the stretch, even though I know it wasn't against the best teams, I still think they could host, they could be a 16. Now, of course, softball, we found out, is uh, Sunday night is going to be the 14, which is, uh, you just want to be at home, okay? I don't know that Florida, and, and I, I, I've given you the stats a million times, I don't know that Florida in baseball and softball is any better at home than they are on the road. In fact, there's indications that they may be better on the road, but you still want to be sleeping in your own bed. And uh, it's going to be a tough regional. I mean, Georgia Tech's 23rd in RPI. Florida's, uh, I think, 14 or 13. Um, they've got a really good team. Wisconsin's got a really good team. The winner of that game is going to be a tough second round. I don't think Kanish is going to be that bad. But the winner of that game is going to be a tough opponent for them. But, you know, the bottom line is the 17 straight hosts for the uh, Florida Gators, and that's a good thing. Um, so we got that going on. That'll be, a, uh, again, one of those crazy wild weekends that we have here. And you only ha- you don't have it here. You don't have it in a lot of schools where you've got baseball uh, last weekend, huge series against South Carolina, and then across the street you got softball playing for their lives, NCAA tournament. Not many places where that happens, and it, it does happen here. Uh, but we're, we're kind of used to it, but not with the new softball place. But anyway, and I want to give a thumbs up to lacrosse, which is still alive, playing in the quarterfinals. They're going up to um, – gosh, I can't remember where they're going. They're going to play somebody somewhere. Um, do you know? Maryland. Maryland, at Maryland. You're right. Man knows. My man knows right there. At Maryland, uh, men's tennis is playing uh, against Virginia at, at 8 o'clock up in Champaign, the town where everybody, when they leave, they want to drink it because it's just a bad place. So um, uh, women got beat. So we, we, we got all this stuff going on. We got a lot of stuff to talk about all week. And we uh, uh, look forward to bringing you the show all week. Uh, again, we'll we'll go right up until Friday. Friday, no show because of softball going on that day. But other than that, Jeff and I'll be here every day the rest of this week. Until next time, Pat Dooley is going to say goodbye.
appreciate Jason and um, appreciate Sophie. Appreciate everybody. Love coming in here doing this show every day that I can. Until next time, I'm Pat Dooley saying I'm deep, I'm way back, and I am out of here. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Welcome to the Tampa Bay Rays pregame show. Here's Juan DeFranco, switcher to batting righty. Had the first pitch to him. Swing and a high drive, deep to left field, on its way. His first big league hit is a game tying three run homer. It's five to five. Coming up, we take you inside the clubhouse to hear from Rays manager Kevin Cash and the guys who will call the action, Dave Wills and Andy Free. Wander Franco making himself at home in the big leagues, a three-run homer, and it's a brand new game. The Rays pregame show starts right now. Here's your host, Neil Solons. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the program. Tampa Bay getting set for a new opponent on this Monday night at Tropicana Field, the Detroit Tigers. The Rays yesterday received terrific pitching in a series victory over Toronto. Tampa Bay was just opportunistic enough against Alec Manoa to take advantage of a mistake in the field. So here's Ramirez, first pitch chopped off of the plate towards short, cut off by the third baseman, Chapman throws it away! He throws it away in the right field, getting up and scoring is Lau, here comes Wander, he's on his way to third, and he's going to get there, and Ramirez pulls in the second. On a fielder's choice, E5, and the Rays take a 1-0 lead. And that was the key play in a three-run sixth as Tampa Bay won by a 3-0 score. Tonight, it's the Tigers who just swept Baltimore and were 4-3 and three against the Rays last year. Corey Kluber will start for Tampa Bay. Local product Alex Fajardo of Alonzo High School will go for Detroit. And with more here, the guys will call the action, of course, Andy Freed and Dave Wills. Guys? Thanks a lot, Neil. Getting ready to open up a three-game series against these Detroit Tigers. The Tiger team that really hadn't been playing very, very well, Andy Freed, but then did have a pretty good weekend uh, and... I think, what, swept the Baltimore Orioles before they uh, made the trip here to St. Pete. And the Rays are trying to continue their winning ways. I think they kind of stole one yesterday, but they all count as they uh, were able to go out there yesterday and beat Alec Manoa. So today we're looking for a bounce back from Corey Kluber, who had a real rough outing his last time out. And we're seeing a local kid, Alex Fajardo, who gets to start for the Detroit Tigers. And, well, we can only hope that maybe there were a lot of distractions for him over the last uh, several hours between coming home, seeing family, seeing friends. But he's got a good arm, and the Rays haven't seen him in Boy, you look at that Rays lineup right now. Without Brandon Lau in there, we'll talk about that later on. Where's the offense going to come from? Good question. Yeah, the Tigers have been wondering the same thing, and they're missing some of their best players. Austin Meadows, the former Ray, is out with some vertigo symptoms. Uh, Victor Reyes, who had been on the injured list, hit a double yesterday and pulled up lame coming into second. He's back on the injured list, so they've got lots of changes going on. They're just not scoring a whole lot of runs. Uh, they did beat up on the Orioles a little bit, and it was mostly by their pitching. And the Rays aren't seeing some of their top, top pitchers, but they will see Alex Fayoto today. And look, you and I have been around here for a long time to see a lot of uh, pitchers from this area pitch against the Rays, and it's always a special moment. And we're in Florida, so many baseball players come from there, so we've been through this before. So it'll be an emotional day for Alex and the Fayetto family, but more so for the Rays just needing to get a win. You say stole one yesterday, maybe so, but maybe that'll balance out a game at some point in the season where you walk away going, ah, we should have won that one, and for whatever reason didn't. The Rays are trying to keep pace with the Yankees right now, who are extremely hot, and they're going to play the Orioles, so 
Uh, usually that's advantage Yankees. And, heck, the Rays are playing the last-place team in the Central, and then they're going to play the Orioles. So it should be an interesting week. It's not to guarantee any wins because I'm with you. You look at the five through nine spots in this lineup today, and you just take Brandon Lau out of there, and this lineup looks a lot different. Manuel Margot continues to be hurt, as we know. They hope to have him back before the uh, or by the, the Marlins and Yankees series next week. So both these teams really banged up. And uh, I don't know which way it's going to go, but it should be interesting because whatever happens, the Rays always seem to play close games. Well, that's why we play the games, because you can't predict baseball. He's Andy Freed. I'm Dave Wills. Let's go back to Neil Solon. Thanks very much, Dave. We're going to hear from today's starter, Corey Kluber, as well. Hey, there are over 10,000 reasons why steel isn't sold at big box stores. Find tools for the job site or your own backyard at over 10,000 authorized local steel dealers. Find your USA. Coming up on the Rays pregame show, manager Kevin Cash. That's right after this, you're listening to the Rays Baseball Network.